today. A Democratic congressman suggests that National Guardsmen who voted for Trump should be suspects of an insider attack. Uh, and according to Katie Couric, the GOP needs to be deprogrammed. Uh, in case you haven't noticed, they're all coming for you. We've got a lot coming up today, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by my friends, Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show, here once again. That's like I just woke up when I was here. Uh, double, yeah, I know. Yeah, you ever wake up in Chad a strange Prather. place? This is a strange place. Well, We're living in, America's a strange place right now. That, yes, that's fair. I, I may have happened a time or two in college. Mm -hmm. Also joined by uh, my friend, Sydney Watson. Thank you uh, as well for being here. We like to, well, we have several Australians that come yeah, on the show. Yeah, you gave a nice collection, actually. It is very weird. I think the first time that you and Kez both came on, they were back-to-back, -back, like one day after the other. I love that. And I wondered if everyone was thinking that we were just, like, we were getting infiltrated by Australian by Australians. I feel like Texas has been infiltrated, to be quite honest. Like, yeah, there's really. a little little caveat of us here. Yeah, well, they're... So, uh, Sydney, for those of you who don't know, Sydney has a YouTube channel that you have to check out. You do, you are still on YouTube as of right now, right? As of right now, I mean, it's a it's a weird place to be. I'm I'm waiting for the hammer to come down, and once it's once that happens, uh, yeah, I find me in obscurity, I guess. I know all <laughs> of us. Uh, all right, so as more than, of course, twenty five thousand National Guard troops head into D.C. ahead of inauguration day tomorrow, uh, there are new concerns over the potential of an. In insider threat. Uh, now, of course, this is Steve Cohen, who actually came out on CNN and said that, um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of white National Guardsmen who voted for Trump. So obviously we need to be suspicious that they're not going to do their jobs and protect uh, President-elect Biden, which, I don't know, kind of offensive if you ask me. But uh, here is Representative Steve Cohen. Watch. Based on what you've seen, what is your level of concern of an insider threat. You know, I was thinking the guard is 90 some odd percent, I believe, male. Uh, only about 20 percent of white males voted for Biden. You've got to figure that in the guard, which is predominantly more conservative, and I see that on my social media and we know it, they're probably not more than 25 percent of the people that are there protecting us who voted for Biden. The other 75 percent are in the class that would be uh, the, the large class of folks who might want to uh, uh, do something. And there were military people and police who took oaths to defend the Constitution and to protect and defend who didn't do it, who were in the, the insurrection. So it does concern me. Okay, a uh, lot to unpack there. Now, I will say there have been reports that have surfaced that two U.S. Army National Guard members have been removed from security detail after they were vetted for extremist ideologies. Although I did see another report that said that the groups that they were looking for, uh, the FBI, they were looking for uh, people who may belong to the right wing fringe groups such as NRA, uh, such as Turning Point USA. So who knows what kind of crazy things these people were into, like, you know, promoting uh, less government and freedom in America. Crazy. Chad? <clears throat> you know how yesterday I said that they won't let me cuss on this show? Yes. And my mother always wants me to stop cussing when I get my point across. Mm -hmm. On my show tonight, <laughs> oh boy. I got it all out. Okay. And it was over these issues. Can you imagine if they took all the conservatives out of the military? What would the military look like? There would be nothing left. Okay, so first of all, he said 90% or 80%, whatever he said, are white males. 
he's a white male, <laughs> and they're talking about protecting a white male. I mean, if that's the criteria, <laughs> you guys are really screwed. I mean, this globalism thing is really getting out of control. Yeah. They want to weaken us to the point. Of, I mean, first of all, you bring a bunch of guys in there, guys and girls, you bring a bunch of National Guardsmen in there. You give them rifles. You chain them up in the, in the, in the, in the perimeter there. Make them live in the Capitol building. And then you're going to question them? Mm-hmm. You brought them there in the first place. Right. It's insanity. Yeah, I just don't know when we got to a point where being conservative was suddenly synonymous with terrorism. Like, I, I don't know when this, this change sort of happened, but suddenly we've gone from being regular, everyday members of society. And I think people forget conservatives or people who are right-leaning make up somewhere in the realm of, I would assume, probably more than 50% of the population. Mm-hmm. And yet we're, we're now the main proponents of terrorism. Like, And I know that people love to look to FBI statistics and say, oh, yes, but, you know, right-wing uh, terrorism is actually on the rise. I mean, and what we're talking about like religious extremism for the most part, which right. is not people like the three of us right. going out and bombing things. Right. So I just don't know when this this sort of this line you know came into play. I, I just I think it's offensive really to these people that are actually putting their lives on the line for these thankless. Yes. They're in a thankless job. I mean, I think that's the that's what makes me so mad about it. I'm trying not to swear at like you know per Chad's comments Thank because you. I feel like that's this is I'm the at. Australian in me wants to just. I feel like I'm banging my head against a wall. Yeah. Well, I, Phil Mudd goes on. Phil Mudd. I love that guy's <laughs> name. Goes on CNN, former CIA, whatever. And says he compares us to ISIS. Says that conservatives are comparable to ISIS. We're, we're far more dangerous, he says, than ISIS. This oh. is what the media is doing, though, is they're building this narrative that you can't trust conservatives, don't hire conservatives, don't have conservatives around. And again, I think they're forgetting the fact that we make up an exorbitant number of the population. Yeah, these coastal elites, they don't understand what the middle of America truly looks like, no. and they don't understand the values. No. I mean, imagine if we said all Muslims were extremists. Mm-hmm. We've been told for the last however many years that they're not. We agree with that. We've never claimed that they are. There are extremists within the Muslim population. But see, even just saying that gets you in trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it does. But to, to, but to now say because of a few hundred people who go into the Capitol building, half of which thought they were on a tour, taking pictures, <laughs> waving their flags, yeah. and because of so a bunch true. of morons that so go true. in a place that they shouldn't have been at a time they shouldn't have gone, and you're going to now equate conservatives with ISIS or to say, well, you know, again, it's this ethno-nationalist, which is their way of saying white supremacist. It's just getting stupid. Well, you know, Sydney, you bring up a really good point about how they are able to take this right-wing people and morph it into this terrorist-type group. And I think that that's something that the left has been so great at doing is they, they're they very effective at their messaging. Mm-hmm. They take these terms, they make them mean whatever the hell they want them to mean, mm-hmm. and then they use the media to then promote however they want to define it. So, I mean, if one were, I don't know, maybe a little bit cynical, one might think (laughs) that this is a purposeful push knowing that all of these conservatives are, you know, make up half or more of the population just to kind of start, you know, keep the fires going. Well, I mean, it's easier to control a divided population, isn't it? I mean, I, I don't know how conspiratorial that sounds, but I think that we've seen that happen, you know, 
throughout uh, throughout history, you know, and every society, I guess, that's ever existed, every empire has been sort of governed that way, I would argue, um, because a divided population means that if the people aren't getting along, then they can't focus on the actual, in my opinion, the actual uh, enemy or the actual targets, which would be the politicians. I have <laughs> my disdain for these people that are in positions of power and authority is getting a little bit, you know, out of control. I absolutely despise them. Yeah. I just, and I look at what they're doing. I mean, ultimately, I don't agree with liberals, but I don't want them expunged. I don't want them wiped off the face of the planet. And I think that we're getting to a point where when you listen to what the media has to say about conservative values and things, and again, coming back to the fact that, you know, now you're demonizing the people who effectively fight and, go, you know, even the people who go abroad or the people who are now here trying to protect politicians, you know, these um, National Guardsmen and things. Now we're demonizing the people that are actually putting themselves in positions uh, where they can be hurt. And I just don't understand how we, we've let ourselves become so divided. I'm just... Yeah. Am I missing something? I, I don't know. I guess I look at Australia and I just think, oh, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe it's time to go back. Which, <laughs> man, that's a low bar because Australia's yeah. not doing Australia's great right yeah. now as far as uh, being a government-run, big government, well, big brother state. Well, at least state. we don't have someone in positions of power. Well, at least our leader of our country actually knows where his hands are right. and doesn't smell children. I mean, <laughs> that's what, that's my... Well, now the low bar's in reverse. All right. <laughs> China, what are your thoughts? Well, I said it on the show yesterday. They've already conditioned us, right, with these quarantines and these lockdowns. Now they can get very selective about who they quarantine and who they lock down. I mean, they've already got basically a concentration camp set up in Germany, of all places, mm. where they're putting people who refuse to quarantine or people who have New Zealand's the same, I believe. New yeah. Zealand yes. set up deten yes. detention centers, yes. so to speak. So, so now it gets easier to, as you said, demonize or villainize these certain people and mm -hmm. start saying, okay, well, we've already been conditioned. Now, now you can't do business. You can't trade currency you can't buy and sell you can't you can't you got to go out of business you're going to be canceled you can't do anything and so we've been conditioned to that in 2020 with all of these lockdowns that happened all of these restrictions that happened now it gets selective i hate being right all the time <laughs> But I'm right do about you, this. Chad, do you really hate being I, I really, time? I, I, I don't have a feeling that he doesn't I, hate it. I just know that that's what's coming. <laughs> yeah. Because it's coming. That's what's happening. I mean, you can't say we're going to make lists of people. We're going to expunge people. We're going to cancel people. You know, people need to be, what was it Katie Couric said? Yes. You know, her yeah, phrase. Deprogrammed. Deprogrammed. You can't say I'm going to put Trump supporters' children in re-education camps. Like, you can't do all of that stuff. I don't I wish somebody could reprogram me. I want to be a liberal. I'm telling you, it's just a far easier life at this point. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting because Katie Couric says this, but you look back and and we'll get to it. This but, freaking guy. Oh, I know. Well, well, we'll I hate when Bill Maher is the voice of reason. I know. I know. That's when you know you're really in trouble. But I will say <laughs> it is interesting as we, we talk about, I think we'll get into it the next segment, but as we talk about that, I just want everyone to think about the fact that We've been hearing this, but it's been from what you would call the fringe people. It's been from Antifa. You know, mm -hmm. the, uh, Project Veritas had that undercover video where the yeah. Bernie supporters said all these things. We're going to send them to camps. We want to do this. We want to do that. And the excuse was, well, that's just the, that's just the crazies. That's not what the mainstream idea is. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure it is because we just heard yesterday that uh, the former Facebook chief security officer wants to make sure that you don't get to hear uh, the conservative side of things from places like OAN and Newsmax. And uh, now we're hearing from, you know, mainstream media queen herself, Katie Couric, that uh, people just need to be deprogrammed. So not so much just a, a fringe talking point 
anymore. Just want to point that out before we get into it. Um, Chad, I would like your thoughts on this, just being that you are the future always the future governor right. of Texas. <laughs> well, and always right. Future governor of Texas. Infallible Chad. <laughs> yes. Greg Abbott, uh, governor for now. Greg Abbott uh, ripped the move by the Pentagon and the FBI to vet the National Guard troops ahead of the inauguration. He said, this is the most offensive thing I've ever heard. No one should ever question the loyalty or professionalism of the Texas National Guard. I authorize more than 1,000 to go to D.C. I will never do it again if they are disrespected like this. Chad. I agree with what he said, but he's a lion with no teeth. Uh-oh. I mean, at this stage in the game, he's already he's already bitten off more than he can chew with his previous actions. So I would like to see, you know, don't say if they're going to be treated like this again. No, just pull your people back. Now, go ahead and act. If that's the way they're going to do, say, you know what, I'm going to vet the National Guard for you. And if you're Texan, you come on back home. What I, but just just to qualify, what exactly is the concern? Like, what do they exactly think that the National Guard well, members a, are going to do? I need to understand. One of the things that a lot of people I don't think understand is most of these guys aren't armed with live rounds. And if you see a lot of the pictures, yeah. there's not even magazines in the gun. That's on purpose. There's a handful who are armed, but the majority of them, it's there for show. Um, that's just military protocol in a situation like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to your question... At this stage of the game, you would think that somebody out there who is some crazy boogaloo boy or something like that, they're looking for them. No, they're not. They're looking for people who may be members of Turning Point. Right. Right. All those teenagers. Yeah, I know. All those college kids. Well, which I don't. I mean, I'm. I'm. I have a partnership with them. I'm an ambassador with them. I. I, You've done. Am I? Yeah. yeah, You've done uh, speeches at their events. So I mean, come for me. But I guess I guess we're on a list somewhere. (laughs) Apparently, Chad, they'd be scared that you would take over the camp and then start a little. Y'all ain't seen insurrection yet. (laughs) I will lead that prison riot. I'll govern from my cell. Oh, boy. All right. We've got a lot more to get into, including the uh, the statement from Katie Couric about yeah. deprogramming. we got to deprogram you, your children. What a bitch. <laughs> there it is. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. If you are one of millions of Americans, you just live in pain. Maybe you've gotten to that age uh, where everything hurts. It could be your back, your knees, your neck. Maybe you got in a car accident. Uh, I was in a car accident several years ago and I have this knee pain that tends to flare up every now and then. I have been using Omega XL to treat it and it has done wonders where nothing else has. And you know I'm a hippie, so I've tried everything. I did acupuncture. I did all the things. So crunchy. I am. And But Omega XL, the, the thing that it does that the other things don't do is that it defeats the inflammation in your body that is actually causing the pain. You don't realize it. You don't realize it, but it's the inflammation. So if you're rubbing a topical cream on there, if you're just taking Tylenol or something like that, you're just masking the problem. Omega XL will neutralize that inflammation and solve the problem. Right now, if you go to uh, OmegaXL.com slash news, you can order Omega XL and get a second bottle for free. That is OmegaXL.com slash news. Get that second bottle for free now. OmegaXL.com slash news. Back in a minute. Katie Couric, as we alluded to in the last segment, was on with Bill Maher on Real Time with Bill Maher. And as Chad pointed out, it's a sad day whenever you're looking for Bill Maher. 
to be like the objective, reasonable person in the conversation. Um, yes, I agree, Dolly. I totally agree. We've got also got a special guest here, Dolly, who is having just as many problems with Bill Maher and Katie Couric as we are. Quite frankly, this is a really smart dog, okay? Yeah. She senses evil when she sees it. Uh, here is Katie Couric on with Bill Maher talking about deprogramming us. Watch. What do you do about people who are in the government who don't believe in our way of government? It is so shocking. Not only do, are they not conceding, Bill, but there's thoughts that there might have been some collusion among members of Congress. Some are refusing to yeah. go through magnometers or whatever you call yeah. them to, to check for weapons. They're not wearing masks during the siege. I mean, it's really bizarre, isn't it, when you think about how AWOL so many of these members of Congress have gotten. But I also think some of them are believing the garbage that they are being fed 24-7 on the internet, by their constituents, and yeah. they bought into this big lie. And the question is, how are we going to really almost deprogram these people who have signed up for the cult of Trump? The cult of Trump. How are they going to deprogram people? Who yeah, I want to know. You remember, you remember uh, George Orwell's 1984, where they hook him up to the machine and basically give him the electric shocks until mm -hmm. yes. the, until he sees six fingers instead of five. Mm -hmm. You know, tell him, Dolly. This is. She I mean, that, it. How, do, how do you how do you deprogram someone? I want to know what's what's your plan, Katie. We I program this. I would love to know that as well. Blugs, um, re-education camps, isn't mm -hmm. that what's been discussed? Yeah. I, I like. I actually I listened to that, and I think it's so ironic because they're so myopic and they cannot see that half of the people that support and listen to them are also probably in need of some deprogramming so to speak because they these are the people that again we've been talking about this think that you and I are Nazis that we are basically you know the absolute worst people in the entirety of society who's going to deprogram these people out of those beliefs which are built on nonsense at least people who support Trump were supporting a, a president mm -hmm. who was voted in democratically who was elected by the people and served his term people who support Trump support him because he was for all intents and purposes as far as my opinion goes a fairly decent and quite a decent uh, president I don't know at what point that needs to be deprogrammed from people who supported someone who's in a position right. of power when they liked what he was doing for the country yeah, and what's going to happen, you're going to see this, is once Joe Biden takes power, they're going to have a hard time undoing a lot of what Trump accomplished without looking like absolute fools. But at this point in time, they're willing to burn down the house that they're living in. Mm -hmm. uh, they're okay to crash the plane. I mean, just look at the executive orders that Joe Biden wants to pass. They're going to find out real quick that Donald Trump did some great things for this country. Mm -hmm. And I agree. They, they'll never admit that. They will never admit they will that. Never they'll admit never admit that. that. But they're going to find out the hard way. And that's yeah. what's difficult because we're going to have to deal with the hard way as well. Mm -hmm. um, I do want people to get over their obsession with Trump. I've said over and over again, Donald Trump, I think he was a great president. I think he did a lot of great things. Of course, he's got that foot and mouth disease, you know, where he says a lot of things wrong. And he has. But, but Trump stood for something. It was the principle of what Trump was. Mm -hmm. An anti-establishment, anti-PC, anti-mainstream media. Uh, and, and that's what I appreciate about Trump. Well, Trump was always going to go at some point in time. People have to get over this conspiratorial obsession that they have with Donald Trump. It's time to stand up. And, and regardless of who's sitting in the Oval Office, we, we have got to get back to a point where we govern ourselves, we govern our homes, we govern our communities. 
And we get we get to the federal level, but that's a long way up in terms of what deals what I deal with on my day to day life when it comes to government. Well, it is interesting when you listen to what Katie Couric is is using as examples. Uh, you know, she says, "Well, they don't believe in our way of of governing," and it's like. Well, no. I mean, if you're talking about the people who had a problem with the election, mm-hmm. th- what their statement was was that you guys were the ones who were corrupt mm-hmm. and screwed up the system. So, no, they do believe in, the, you know, the Constitution. They do believe in the founding documents of this country. Obviously, that's kind of like their whole point. And then she says, you know, uh, the, there there may be some collusion among members of Congress, which mm-hmm. is not proven at all. It's, I mean, basically conspiracy theory, as they like to say all the time. Uh, uh, and then she says, um, she says they're not wearing masks during the siege, as she's not wearing a mask. <laughs> I'm like, does it like does this not dawn on you as you're talking? How stupid you look! Yeah. I don't think it does. I actually don't think that it does. Um, let's talk about uh, Chad. You mentioned all of the executive orders that Joe Biden plans to. He plans to undo a lot of what President Trump has done. Um, one of them is uh, the the bathroom stuff. Biden plans to reinstate <laughs> a rule allowing transgender students in school to use the bathroom and locker room of their choice. Um, I mean, you know, this is, is so this is high up on to the priority the, list. Right. Ugh. I mean, as as he says, the darkest days of coronavirus are still ahead, meaning we're not out of the woods yet. But let's focus on the more important things like making sure that we uh, keep young women uh, vulnerable to, you know, um, young men who don't really uh, have, I don't know, like good intentions all the time. Send me hate mail. That's fine. I can take it. Sydney? I just, again, I don't know why this is something that's cropping up again. I don't know why this is some pertinent issue that needs to be resolved because, I mean, again, let's remember that this is concerning what? 0.6%, less than Mm, 0.5% of the population. And it's not that I don't feel an exorbitant amount of empathy for people who are genuinely trans, because I think that that would be a very uncomfortable way to live, especially if you believe you're in the wrong body and what have you. But I do think that there are cases, now how common they are, I'm I'm not particularly sure, but I do think there are cases where people take advantage of these situations and um, it's often women who are losing out. And I think that that's what my frustration is with all of this. Again, I feel empathy for these people, I will treat you with respect regardless uh, of what you look like or or how you identify, so to speak. But my frustration comes down to the fact that it's women that are the ones that are at risk. It's not men for the most part, it's women. It's women who are losing the spaces. It's women who are, you know, having it's women who can't compete in sports anymore. Exactly. Right? It's, it's, it's not men that are, because obviously men being the you know, stronger biological sex, right. um, they're less, there's just less inclination there to target them in the same way that women are targeted. Again, I don't know how common this is, and I'm not out here saying that you know, all trans people are violent murderers and things, but there is a, you know, a portion of that group that do do the right. wrong thing. Right. And again, and I've said this now three times, I'm not going to say it again, but women are the ones who lose out. And yeah. that is where my frustration comes in. I don't know why this is a pertinent issue, truly. Yeah, and- and Chad, just I, I want to give you the floor to get your thoughts. But just just to be clear, because I, I think that this gets misconstrued a lot. Mm-hmm. It's not transphobic to say that some people will use a rule mm-hmm. in place mm-hmm. for their own personal benefit mm-hmm. and manipulate it so that they can use it for, you know, really bad intentions. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm not that's not transphobic. I'm not saying, oh, my gosh, all the trans people are going to come in and sexually assault all mm-hmm. the women. No, but there is going to be a bunch of men who go, oh, my God, you know what I can do? 
I could pretend like I am trans and then I can go in and get a look at all of the, I'm, I'm sorry, that's just the way that it is. So I'm not talking bad about trans people, it's not transphobic, it's just life and it has happened and it will continue to happen, Chad. It will, and those are the ones who are going to lose out. Sydney's absolutely right, it's the, it's the it is the world of women that are gonna lose out in this situation. Just like these immigrants, these, these caravans, if, if you were to open up uh, the, to these caravans, you know, the, this, this leftist legislation, it always hurts the people that are most vulnerable. It's mm -hmm. gonna hurt the minority communities, it's gonna mm -hmm. hurt the Hispanic communities, the black communities. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they do this stuff seeming to be so altruistic and so woke, but at the end of the day, they're hurting a mass population. So, so we have a large population of women in this country, a large population. And we do have a percentage of perverts out there mm -hmm. who will exploit everything yes. that they can. And John Hopkins, Johns Hopkins University has labeled gender dysphoria as a mental disorder. And you can call that a phobia, you can call that a hate speech, whatever you want to do, but it's a fact. Mm -hmm. When 54% of the people with gender dysphoria commit suicide, it's a, it's a problem. I feel sorry for them. I, I, I can't empathize, but I can definitely sympathize. Mm -hmm. and, and I feel sorry for those folks. But at the end of the day, it's just like these lockdowns. You want to save everybody from the masks and the mandates and all this stuff. And what happens? The suicide rate goes through the roof. Yep. So all these legislations on the left happen and they wound people, they hurt people that really had no skin in the game. Mm -hmm. yeah. They didn't ask for any of that. Yeah, and you're not allowed to say that because it's not PC. You're not allowed to speak truth anymore. All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar, which I was just enjoying before the show. We were all in the makeup room. How many of those things you eat today? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I have you an have addiction. You have a Bilt Bar addiction. <laughs> I do. It's a problem. Uh, I just had the lemon almond cheesecake. I believe that's what it was. It was really good. Uh, and my son is here today, and he had the cherry barcia and was like, I think the cherry's my favorite one. We're a little bit obsessed with Bilt Bar in our house. And uh, yes, I said Bilt Bar, not Bill Bar again. Uh, so if you are looking to, you want to eat something tasty, a snack on the go, but you're also trying to keep your New Year's resolution of staying in shape you got to get Built Bar. It is healthier than uh, probably the protein bar that you're eating right now, and it doesn't taste like cardboard as an added bonus. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein. They work great with keto diets, which is what I'm on, um, and you can lose or maintain weight while eating something that tastes like a dessert. All right, so don't bust your New Year's resolution and eat something delicious. It tastes better than like your favorite candy bar. All right, there's 18 different flavors. They've got caramel brownie, uh, cookies and cream, peanut butter, mint brownie. They're all covered in 100% chocolate. So if you love chocolate, I'm telling you, you need these in your life to satisfy your craving. You got to go to builtbar.com. Use promo code NEWS20 to get 20% off of your next order. That is NEWS20 for 20% off. You got to go there, builtbar.com bar.com back in a minute Speaking of President-elect Joe Biden and all of his policies, you know, he is picking all of the people to be in his cabinet, to work underneath him. Uh, Joe Biden selected Pennsylvania Health Secretary God. Dr. Rachel Levine uh, to be Assistant Health and Human Services Secretary, which will make Levine Yes, you're correct if you're curious right now as you're looking at her picture, which will make Levine the first transgender person to be confirmed by the Senate to a presidential administration. That's a man, man. Uh, <laughs> so, 
They said Dr. Rachel Levine will bring the steady leadership and essential expertise we need to get people through this pandemic, no matter their zip code, race, religion, sexual orientation, gender identity, or disability. Uh, and meet the public health needs of our country in this critical moment and beyond. She is a historic and deeply qualified choice to help lead our administration's health efforts. So I think that this is uh, this is kind of giving us a window into the kind of priority that the Biden administration will look at when they're talking about health. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're gender identity which, as Chad just pointed out, Sydney, uh, is something that makes people more at risk for suicide, for depression. Mm-hmm. And instead of trying to help them, trying to figure out what is the root cause, mm-hmm. we're just enabling it and saying, you really probably should set yourself up for something like that. You definitely should be like this. It's so hard for me to have an opinion on this because while... I- I don't think that necessarily being trans means that you're not good at things. I don't think that, you know, being trans, you know, means that you can't perform a job or can't do something no, like being in a position of power and authority. And I'm sure you guys think that or think similarly to that as well. Right. What I think is mildly ironic is that what these poor people don't seem to realize is that their positions are not won because they're the best person for the job. They're not based on merit. They're based rather on the fact that they have some special skin color or their gender doesn't line up with their sex, things like that, you know, they're basically tokens, which people are going to get really mad at me for saying that, but it, it's tokenism. And it's, and again, and I think that's what frustrates me, is that people are not put into these positions because they're best for this. It's because they look a certain way or they act a certain way. And then I go, if you're in charge of health, mm-hmm. which is arguably... You know, you need to know science if yeah. you're in charge of health. Super important, very important, especially <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, I just go. I mean, if you're going to be picking someone again, like you said, that that's, I suppose, struggling with something like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I don't really see the correlation between perhaps performing this job well if you yourself are not mentally. <laughs> Mm, she is trying so I'm hard trying. to. I just like the word carefully. tokenism. That's my, that's that's my new favorite word. Well, can I, I? mean, am I wrong? Like, no, you're, you're not, not wrong. wrong at and all. You're not wrong. And to add, I to am your, treading carefully too because I'm like, I don't want to be a dick. I don't <laughs> <laughs> because I, I do again. I do feel sorry for the normal people that yeah. I mean, you know, the normal people that that, that are transgender that just want to be left the hell alone, just right. like I do as a conservative. Leave me the hell alone. But I think that there are these people that are out in front leading the charge. That I go, should you be there? Yeah. Are you mm-hmm. right? Well, I'm and not to, convinced. To add to Sydney's point, Chad, uh, this particular person, Dr. Rachel Levine, has repeatedly uh, been in hot water in Pennsylvania during the COVID-19 pandemic because, you know, she ordered nursing homes and long-term care facilities to accept COVID-19 patients, uh, very similar to Andrew Cuomo, okay, Why? or face disciplinary action. At the same time, she did that. She also removed her own mother from a personal care home to make sure that her mother wasn't one of the ones who uh, was compromised Mm. by this specific plan. So, I mean, not someone who looks like has a history of making great decisions for her state is now going to be elevated, but at least we can say it's the first transgender uh, health assistant secretary who may or may not know much about science. It's tokenism. Again, it's tokenism. I like that you like that word, though, Chad. I love it. (laughs) I'm going to start using it. What do you, okay, but what are, what I don't have any thoughts. thoughts. That's it? That's I mean, just, Joe Biden said, it. find me a lady man. <laughs> I need a cabinet member. Find me a lady man that's a doctor. Yeah. And they found Rick Levine, <laughs> who goes by Rachel. That's just stupid. Was that his name? No, I don't know. Oh. They always He's use He's got this. a wiener. I can tell you that. He's got a wiener. 
Can I? Can I? Just, so what? I mean, so much for women empowerment. I mean, you, you couldn't find this a, is the a, point, you could, This is the point. I mean, that's the whole thing. So yes. much for women empowerment. This I mean, you guys, you guys just screwed everything. Y'all, you know what? You Me Too movement people parading down the street with the, the pink hats on. You know what you did? You just got exercise because it meant nothing. 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 You want to give Bruce Jenner? Lady of the year, woman of the year, whatever. That is no, that absolutely objectifying women. That did not happen, did it? Yes. yes. Shut up. Yeah, the when? I mean, that's objectifying women. You are objectifying right. women with stuff like that. You're going to do this kind of stuff and call them brave and all this crap. Give me a break. This is stupid. This is stupid. You're objectifying women. You say, well, how's it objectifying women? Because you're turning them into nothing more than a body part. That's all it is. A woman is nothing more than a body part or however he or she identifies. identifies that is not so. femininity. That is not mm -hmm. womanhood. Mm -hmm. It is it is whatever the opposite of emasculating is for women. Yeah. <laughs> but for women. Yeah. It's just, I'm just so, I have no words. I'm just so dumbfounded at all of it. Well, and Sydney, you know, as Chad points out, I... They used to say, the left used to say, the war on women. Republicans are waging a war on women. There's a war on women. Can you believe these GOPers? There's a war on women. And it's like, for all you guys say about the war on women, it certainly looks like you guys are the ones mm -hmm. who want to just eradicate us out of existence and replace us with trans women. Well, being a woman doesn't really mean anything anymore, no. does it? Because I would argue, look, I don't, I mean, everyone Jack could be a woman right now if he just said I mean, he was. exactly. I'm a if black you woman. There you go. I, I feel like being a woman just doesn't have any, it doesn't have any meaning because you could say that you have long hair, that you like makeup, that you like pink things, and suddenly you can say, oh, I'm a woman now. Mm -hmm. Well, being a woman is a lot more than that at the core of it, you know. I don't even identify too strongly with, you know, the, the I don't identify at all with the feminist movement. I don't right. really put any emphasis on being a female Not a modern all. day exactly. feminist movement. Right. Right. I, I don't put any emphasis on being a woman in the sense that I don't walk around with that being like the first thing that I think of when I interact with people or I do things. And I think that we've gotten to a point where if I'm saying that I want femininity and womanhood to be specified to legitimate women that are biologically women, you know you've got a problem when I'm paying attention, <laughs> when I'm going, mm, no, this is... Because I feel like that actually goes against everything that, you know, since I've started, you know, making YouTube videos and things and crapping on feminism, which I do all the time, I feel like... And I we mean, love you for it. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of just goes against what, what I've been generally saying, which is like men and women, you know, equal, la, 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 la. Right. But I'm suddenly paying attention to this, and this is what and the trans movement I know at this point people to. are going to get mad at me and say, well, yeah, but you called Katie Couric a bitch. Well, she is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you want to deprogram me? I'm going to tell you. Right. You better depro. You better hurry we up with that deprogramming. We should set up a fight between I mean, you and her. Seeing as equality <laughs> extends that far, right? Exactly. Just, you don't want to be called something. Don't be that. Don't thing. be that thing. <laughs> and and you can call me. It, she said dick earlier. I can say it again. Oh boy. I mean, you've called me that. <laughs> Wait, that's I mean, not allowed. We can't. I'm not allowed to say. This dick. ain't Australia, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking about an, a, you know, an anatomical part of the male body. Yeah. It's fine. Mm -hmm. if well, I said wiener. Yeah, I was going to say, I think there might be a different, a different name for that. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's, speaking of science, I'm not sure that that's a scientific term for it. All right, we've got uh. more to come, uh, including President Trump, who just released a farewell address this afternoon. We will talk about that after the break. Back in a minute. Jolie, you are a loud, loud lady. President Trump uh, released a farewell address this afternoon. Um, I, I don't know what there is to say. We, 
I think we're going to miss him, everyone at this table. I think it's fair to say we are going to miss him. I think it's also fair to say we're just, I mean, I try to give you guys optimism, but we're just a little bit terrified mm -hmm. at uh, what is to come with four years of not just a Biden-Harris administration, well, a Harris administration, mm -hmm. really, um, but also Democrats controlling Congress. But uh, here is President Trump this afternoon giving his farewell to America. Watch. My fellow Americans, four years ago, we launched a great national effort to rebuild our country, to renew its spirit, and to restore the allegiance of this government to its citizens. In short, we embarked on a mission to make America great again for all Americans. As I conclude my term as the 45th President of the United States, I stand before you truly proud of what we have achieved together. We did what we came here to do, and so much more. This week, we inaugurate a new administration and pray for its success in keeping America safe and prosperous. We extend our best wishes, and we also want them to have luck, a very important word. I mean, very nice, kind words from President Trump, much kinder than probably I would like to be <laughs> if I were in his position. So good on him, I suppose. But he's not wrong. I mean, he they did. They accomplished a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Kung Flu just kind of decimated a lot of their accomplishments. But uh, they were on track for a lot of different things. And even after that, mm -hmm. um, they did see substantial growth. So, uh, Sydney, what are your thoughts on this is what the last full day? of President Trump as President of the United States. I'm just sad about it. Yeah. And I and it's not because I'm some Trump ideologue. I mean, he's done some Well, we stuff. are in the cult of Trump. So <laughs> exactly. Deprogramming, please. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm not some Trump ideologue that thinks that he's infallible. And I right. certainly haven't felt that way through his entire, you know, I'm reign. sure you've criticized him when you felt that he's he said some criticism. He said some dumb things. And, mm -hmm. and he's, you know, sometimes he's acted in ways that I just rolled my eyes. But right. I'm sad because I just think that who we now have in power is not a president and we like you said we will end up with Harris which to me that pisses me off I don't, I don't know if I can say pisses yeah, you off can, okay. you're good. Uh, that pisses me off on a level that I can't even articulate because this is a woman who will be president not because she was voted right. for not because right. people voted for her but because you know there was a power vacuum and she just conveniently could step into it and that upsets She's, me you're saying power vacuum yeah so, that, okay. and that great like that because yes. they'll, they'll be it. never mind <laughs> go ahead mm -hmm. I get you. I get, I'm, yeah. I'm like, yeah. No, but it, it upsets me because, it you know, sad, people will say, oh, you know, she's the, the first. first. And she's not. And Australia did the same thing. Yeah. A woman was, you know, a prime minister because someone else stepped down. Oh, congratulations. You right. just happened to be there with your gender coitus. Well, and really, it's quite so. the opposite. Because if you look at when she actually ran for this position, right, she ran for president. And no she did wanted horribly. No Nobody wanted, wanted her. her. Even now, again, this is, again, it's the tokenism. It's the fact that she's a woman who's yes. not white. And that is why. Biden didn't care. And I know that I'm totally off topic now, but Biden didn't care who. The, his people didn't Biden care doesn't know who. what day it is. This is true. He doesn't know where his hands are. Um, <laughs> and I think that's, that's my frustration here is I, I liked Trump as a president. I thought that he was one of the few people who could actually do America proud in the sense that he could stand up to 
all the countries that you know basically needed to have the foot put down and um, now we don't have that and I really can't wait until we're all speaking Chinese that's gonna be great yeah Looking CNN actually it. came out today it, 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 it pained them to do so but they said uh, you know Trump's policies with China were actually pretty good mm-hmm. <laughs> we just wait and see what they really yeah, just I mean they probably had to you know go gargle their mouth and you know <laughs> after they said it Trump's hair was on point I, I like that um, he looked very like presidential, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he Trump did. can do it. I mean, if he stays on script, he can do that. Um, yeah, I mean, here we are, right? Here we are. You got a guy who nobody he he campaigned in front of no one. Mm-hmm. He um, he debated in front of no one. His his nomination was in front of no one. Uh, there was nobody at his rallies. There was nothing. There's going to be nobody at his inauguration. Mm. You know, I mean, this is a, this is a this is a straw man that they've set up here. This doesn't make any sense. And yes, I will admit the the uh, Kamala Harris version of the power vacuum has a lot of suction. <laughs> I was, I was, I was there gonna, are so I was many gonna. meanings to this that I'm just like I. Uh, this is a this is a ch- children's friendly show. Um, we don't swear and we don't we well, don't talk times. about we don't talk about vacuums. We yeah. Know. Well, but I mean, if we want to go there, let's go there for a second. Sorry, kids. But uh, <laughs> look your ears. Well, like, I mean, again, if we're talking about wanting to uh, empower women mm-hmm. to, you know, know that they can do whatever they want, you know, they can be whoever they want to be. It's like this. This is your role model. Yeah, exactly. Well, someone who's effectively, and I, I don't know how you guys feel about it. I'm not a big fan of people sleeping their way to the top. For not lack a, of a better not term. a huge fan. No, not, not a fan That's of that. I think. Uh, <laughs> Damn it, Chad! Get out! Get out of the room! I think. I think Chad got room. here today. <laughs> hey, mm. Sugar Mama drove you. We. <laughs> She's from Dallas. That's. Didn't take me straight to the gulag. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's the really, death of meritocracy, really. I mean, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, some women like to get ahead that way, and if you can do it, oh and, a, and a man is stupid <laughs> enough to do that. <laughs> so many jokes. <laughs> Come on, we're waiting. No, I can't. No, we're not waiting, no, no, actually. You don't want me to, you don't no, want me to I don't need to repeat that one. we're not waiting. Uh, Say at the break. Yeah, but, <laughs> okay, so really quickly, we've got about a minute left. We're, so, but come no, on. No, and it's just the death of meritocracy as far as I'm concerned. I mean, this woman is not there because she was voted in. She's not there, well, when she becomes president. Right. She's not there because people wanted right, her. She's right. there because, again, she looks a certain way. She happens to be a woman. And I often think, why, how did we get here? Yeah. And can I and, be president one day too? And not just Please. that, and not just that. Everything that comes out of her mouth is just not true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that one time when I was smoking weed and listening to Tupac. <laughs> oh my God. Freedom. That didn't happen. The freedom, yeah, that didn't happen. And, and hard hitting news, you know, they wanted to know about her. Chucks. On oh, yes. She's the everyman, Chad. Didn't you know right. she's so oh, she's, relatable? Yeah. Yeah. And, and husband, white man, Doug, says right. she just has closets, multiple closets full of them. And she goes, That's, he's exaggerating. <laughs> oh, Doug put that foot in that mouth. <laughs> oh, you know, he got beat when he got there's, home. There's a lot of stuff and a lot of mouths in that household. <laughs> All right. I think it's time to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, uh, don't forget, go subscribe wherever you get your favorite audio podcast. Go subscribe, rate, and review the show. We could end up reading your review on air. Just like this one, this very insightful from uh, Anton Hicks. 
He said, much goodly, goodly very much. But you know what? He gave us the five stars. And he commented on mine, and I read his review on my show really? tonight. Yes. Oh, that's funny. All Anton's right, Anton. The, Anton's a man. Uh, thank you, Anton. We'll take goodly very much. We will take it. All right. Uh, another one from Nursing Student 13. Hands down, best news show I've been watching on Blaze TV and or listening to the podcast since the first one aired. I've even got my husband hooked on your show. The best wide variety of knowledgeable guests. We are so thankful for the Blaze. Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. We really appreciate it. Uh, again, if you guys go subscribe, rate, and review on the audio podcast, it will help other people be able to see our show, find our show, so that they too can share in commiserating in the fact that Joe Biden is going to be president tomorrow. Yes, I mean president of the United States, not president of the AARP. Okay? I'm sorry? Yeah. What, Joe? <laughs> I didn't quite catch Come that, Come on, Joe. man. I didn't quite catch that, Joe. Uh, and by the way, really quickly, um, if you want to sign up, if you want to subscribe for Blaze TV, use promo code NEWS at blazetv.com slash news and why that's promo code news you will get $30 off of a one year subscription alright you gotta go we never know when we're gonna get taken off the air you never know you never know thanks for listening to the news and why it matters we hope you enjoyed the podcast if you'd like to watch the program become a blaze tv subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com